I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. You're listening to Brain Buster Radio. Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to this very special bonus episode of Queen's Court, Queenie Chats, my very first interview with the lovely, awe-inspiring Asian sensation Kanji from Wrestling Resurgence, and you may know her from a couple other promotions, most notably Defiant, where she was Defiant Women's Champion, and hopes to be soon once again. Girl, I'm rooting for you. Queen's Courtiers, this is a very special moment for me. I am so excited to share this amazing chat that Kanji and I had together. Just a, you know, nice wrestling chat as fans, me as a fan of her, both of us as fans of wrestling. And I learned a lot from her. She has a lot of great points, insight, and valuable information to share with you. And I really hope this helps you (laughs) open your horizons, if you will, to more indie promotions such as Wrestling Resurgence, and they are so cool. Speaking of that, we have great news for you here at Brain Buster Radio. We have an opportunity for you to get 15% off your tickets to some huge upcoming shows for Wrestling Resurgence, Angry Dancing, and Iron Woman, which has our girl Kanji in it, just saying. And all you have to do is when you go to buy those tickets, you enter the code BRAINBUSTA15. I will set you up with everything you need in the description and, of course, on my Twitter in terms of links where you need to go in order to get those tickets to support an indie show and, you know, save a little bit of money with our code. That's BRAINBUSTA15. So now, without further ado, it is my pleasure to introduce to you, for your listening pleasure, the first of Queenie's Chats with our girl Kanji. Please enjoy. All right, everyone, welcome to this extremely exciting bonus episode of Queen's Court here on Brain Buster Radio. I have the absolute pleasure of speaking to Wrestling Resurgence's Kanji. Kanji, how are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? 
Oh, I'm so good. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I can't wait for everyone to get to know you more and hear what you have to say. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess where I wanted to start with you is, you know, what was the thing that captivated you the most about professional wrestling? The thing that made you say, yeah, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. Um. I think from watching it when I was younger, the thing that I remember most um, was the storylines and the storytelling. Um, mm. So I think that's what that's what really made me really want to get into it. Um, I've always loved drama at school as well. Um, so just the storytelling in the ring and out of the ring was something that I've always remembered. I've always um, always got lost in the stories and believed them so much. Um, yeah. And then watching watching the wrestlers actually have so much fun with so much energy in the ring, wrestling and telling that story, I think it's amazing. I've always been attracted to it. Yeah, I think that's so ex- exciting part of wrestling and such a, a thing that connects, right, with so many of us as wrestling fans. Never mind what it must be like as a wrestler yourself to get to create these storylines with other performers with creative and present it to an audience and you said you did you liked drama in school yeah yeah I loved it oh my gosh me too I'm a theater kid myself so (laughs) isn't it so much fun you get to put on a little character and tell a story it's really really cool yeah it's awesome I love it yeah me too (laughs) that's cool (laughs) so when you decided that this was going to be your path did you do anything specific in terms of training like where did you start because I feel like for so many people who are looking to get into the business it's like wow overwhelming a little bit it's like what did you do to get yourself prepared to dive in um well I didn't know there was any school so I haven't actually been training or wrestling for very long um I just uh, did a bit of research to find wrestling schools in my area. And Mm -hmm. luckily there was one which was literally 10 minutes down the road. Um, So I just sent an email and asked if I could come come and have a go. Um, And luckily there was an open day coming up soon. So I just went to the open day on my own. I had no one else with me. I just went in not knowing what to expect. Um, And I walked in and there were so many people there. And just to see a wrestling ring for the first time in front of me was just incredible. Like I never thought I'd even get the opportunity to see a ring, never mind actually get inside. Um, And I just went for it. I just did the whole open day on my own. I didn't think about what I looked like or anything. I just had the best time of my life and I just couldn't wait to go back. I just dove straight in. Wow, you went feet first for real, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I did. I loved it. That's so cool. I find that so uh, inspiring. That's so like courageous of you. You're just like, you know what? I'm going in. I'm going to do it. Forget what I look like. I'm just going to try. That's so awesome. Yeah. I didn't. It's not until like now when I think back, like I can't like I full on went on my own. I had no one else with me. Um, And I just I don't know. I weren't even thinking. I didn't even realize, like, this is a big thing. Like, I'm going on my own. I didn't even think um, of being on my own or anything until now I look back. And I think, damn, that was that was a big deal, really. 
It was. You took yeah. it upon yourself. You went by yourself. You didn't know anybody. You sent yeah. an email and you went for it. I mean, that shows your dedication and passion for what you wanted to do right there, I think. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. What was that experience like when you did an open day? Um, I think it was just an introduction to the people you'd be working with if you carried mm-hmm. on and um, what what kind of things you'd be looking at, really. Um so there were so many people there and everyone was so helpful. Um, my trainer Sticks was there. He was the one who was um, who was taking the open day. So mm-hmm. I got to meet him and it was the first time meeting him. So he's there in just a vest top and he's massive. Like his, his upper body <laughs> muscles are huge. So I was like, damn, this is a proper wrestler. Like crazy yeah. for the first time. It was, it was mental, but even just learning little things like how to actually lock up properly so Mm -hmm. seeing that just on tv and youtube videos to actually learning how to do it properly and just like the basic science of of wrestling just knowing the little bits that I never never even noticed it just makes you think there's so much more to it than just what you see yeah, that that would be what I would think too. When you'd go in there and you're like, okay, I feel like I know a little bit, right? I've seen it, yeah. I've watched a couple of things, I've studied, but actually doing it for the first time, I can imagine is is very eye opening in a lot of ways. Yeah, because yeah, they talk about footwork and how to use your left and right side of your body. Everything is just and timing and everything. It's just crazy. Yeah, I can imagine that it would be. And it's a lot of information to download, too, especially as you're starting out on this journey. I can imagine day one, you were like, wow, this is so cool. But it's a lot of info, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so exciting. I, I literally couldn't wait to go back. So when you were, you know, you did your open day and then you got yourself started. How did you come up with your your character and your name, Kanji? You know, when I hear that name, I think about the Japanese text yeah the actual writing so I'm so curious like how did you develop that come up with what you're going to be called um well the name my my it comes um it's a second part to my surname Kanji is oh Uh, wow yeah so it was kind of um I wanted to have part of my surname in there because um I feel like that's a part of my dad I'm taking with me yeah. Um, because my dad passed away um, a few years ago and he never got the chance to see me wrestle or he'd, he never even knew that I was trying out for it because he'd gone before that. Um, yeah. And he's the one who got me into wrestling. So it's it, it's gutting really um, to sure. know that I'm doing this without him. But yeah. I feel like I'm carrying his name through it. So it's, it's just something special to me that I have that. Well, I think that's really awesome. And I'm so sorry to hear that. But that's wonderful that you get to carry on something and a part of him into what you're doing, which is I know means a lot to you. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool and interesting. So it's part Mm -hmm. of your surname. So you're taking part of that with you. Yeah. And how did that work for your character development? I I know you're relatively new, quote unquote, to the scene. Mm -hmm. So how did that work with how you were going to decide, like, what am I going to be? What is my presentation to the wrestling, you know, fandom going to look like? Um, I think whilst training, it it develops itself, really, um, Mm. by learning new things and learning how you feel in the ring yourself, a character 
develops itself through that. Um, mm. So while I was training, I liked the fast-paced stuff and um, the high-flying stuff, and I enjoyed it. And when Sticks, my trainer, was watching me train all the time, he always kept shouting, stop smiling, stop smiling. Because <laughs> he could see that I was having such a good time doing it. Um, yeah. So I think my character just comes... I'm just so happy to be there. I'm having fun. So I just try and have fun with the audience. But when it comes down to, um, when it actually comes down to this is a fight, then I know I could put my fighting face on and my fighting stance. Right. I think that definitely comes through because I've seen, you know, several of your matches and it's, it's evident that you are living the dream and yeah. it's all over your face and you're hyped up and you get the crowd hyped up with you. And then the second that bell's on, you're like, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's fight. <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> so one of the first things I saw you in was uh, Defiant. And yeah. I saw your match when you became Defiant Women's Champion. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about that because I believe it was your second appearance with them, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow. So you won the championship. You had a gauntlet, correct? That's it. Yeah. Wow. So tell me about that experience. What was it like coming out your second time with Defiant and winning that belt? I was terrified to come out um, <laughs> <laughs> because it was the first time meeting a few of the girls I was. Um, I'd be in the match with and even though I'd had I didn't step in the ring with them because they they'd already gone mm-hmm. um I was I was in the lineup with with them so my name would be up there with theirs um so I was terrified because it's like I'd be ending the match and I wanted to I wanted to do them proud as well do you know what I mean I do uh, yeah so I had a lot of pressure on me and then winning the belt at the end was yeah. insane yeah. being yeah, so yeah. new um mm-hmm. I was terrified to see how the crowd would react whether they'd like me or not so it was just so much pressure um yeah. so even when I won it and then they announced that I'd won I was like oh man this can't be real because I'm so new. Yes. I'm so new it was just insane it must have been I, I must have uh if I were you I would have felt like oh my god I have so much adrenaline like what's going on you know yeah I didn't know how to react, honestly. But you got that belt. How cool was that? <laughs> I know. Because the, the names of the girls who's who's had that belt yeah. is is incredible. Like the the people who's actually held it. And now I'm one of them. It's amazing. Yeah, you are. You're in that crowd. And as a, a fan of wrestling, that must be, you know, such an honor for you, too, to follow those girls. And, you know, one of them was Bea Priestley, and she's so cool. And, and she's doing big things on her own now, too. And I can imagine for you, it must have been like, wow, definitely. here I am. I've made it, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because def- um, Bea Priestley is definitely someone that I look up to. Sure. Um, she's been through so much, and, and she's she's come so far all by herself I think that's incredible um to say that she's done it all by herself so she's definitely someone I look up to because she she's amazing in the in the ring Mm -hmm. like everything she does it's just a work of art I think yeah I think so too I totally agree and that must have been an interesting thing for you too getting to work with these girls and kind of get to learn from them as well as perform with them I think that's such a cool duality yeah, yeah. I think every time I step into the ring with one of those girls, it's 
it's not just an experience, but it's a lesson learned. Because I learned so much from them. Just a bit of time in the ring, you can learn so much. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. So now that you're working with Wrestling Resurgence, what has yeah. that experience been like for you? Um, Wrestling Resurgence is one of my favorite companies to work for. Cool. Uh, the the whole everyone who works there are so welcoming and so polite, and everything is just organized amazingly. And they mm-hmm. really look after you um, and care about what you think and how you feel. Um, so every time, every time I'm on their show, I just have the the best time. Um, and the the people they have on their shows are are amazing. So if I have a match there, there's so many people I can ask if they could watch my match and and tell me how it went or give me a bit of feedback. Not just the people watching, but the person I'm in the ring with. Um, mm. So the last few times I've wrestled Charlie Evans and she's been wrestling for a while and just working her, I've learned so much. So to hear her feedback for me um, after a match is, is just amazing because she's, I think she's amazing. I love her so much. Yeah. She's super talented as well. It sounds like a very collaborative and supportive environment. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, Like like I said, they, they take care of you so well. They're amazing. Um, everything is so prepared. Um, yeah, and they, they work together so well because everyone's in, in contact with each other constantly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's amazing atmosphere they create there. Oh, that's so awesome to hear. It, it's, it's nice when you get to talk with somebody about their experience in a promotion. It makes you want to watch more of what they have, you know, as a fan, right? Yeah. When you hear that someone's had such a great experience performing with them, working with them, not even yeah. just in the ring, but behind the scenes. Yes, I, you know, that's one of the reasons I like Wrestling Resurgence so much, <laughs> you yeah. know, as, as a viewer. But Yeah, yeah. And I think it shows through the performance of the wrestlers how sure. uh, supportive the actual company is. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. Everybody seems very comfortable in, yeah. uh, to do what they want to do in the ring, to perform they want to perform and and have that environment around them. I would imagine that's how yeah. it is. Yeah, so, definitely. Oh, that's such a great thing to hear. And speaking of Charlie Evans, now I know that you have an Iron Woman match coming up in yeah. August. Yeah. So if I were to, you know, give you the mic right now to say a little <laughs> something, something about that match and maybe a little bit about Charlie Evans, what would you say? I'd say the match will be a respectable match. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're two wrestlers now. We're even. We're, we're both even. And this is this is almost the end, which sucks, really, because I don't want it to end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really don't want it to end because I have the best matches with her. Um, so I'm so excited, but I think it's just I'm gonna try get the the most amount of wins I can in yeah. in that small amount of time. But it's only 30 minutes long. But honestly, I wish it was longer. Do I wish you? Was, yeah, yeah. That's how much you enjoy wrestling with her. Yeah, definitely. It's so easy, really, because she's so good. Right. She she's so good, and. The reason why I wrestle is because I have such a good time. And whenever I'm in the ring with her, I've just had the best time of my life. Like, I enjoy it so much. So, honestly, I would wrestle her all the time. I really would. 
That's so <laughs> awesome to hear. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you in that myself. So yeah. I'm excited for for this Iron Woman match. And and I love that women are, are in these Iron Woman matches. You know, in the bigger promotions, yeah. it's not something you see all the time. That's and, it. you know, That's with someone as talented as you and Charlie, it's going to be really respectable, as you said. It's going to be a standout, I think, as a fan. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm actually kind of curious, speaking of of that whole thing. You know, there's a lot of indie promotions, including Resurgence and like Riptide, for example, that have these type of matches or intergender matches. And it's not a big deal, I feel like. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, this is what's happening. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, cool, that's going to be fun. And we kind of move on and enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious, like, what are your thoughts about intergender matches in general? And how you feel women's wrestling is kind of progressing and evolving? Um, on the indie scene, mm-hmm. I love intergender wrestling. I think it's amazing. I don't, I don't see an issue with it at all. I know that some people do have issues with it, and I know a couple of, um, I know a few promoters won't have intergender wrestling in in, mm-hmm. in their company. But I think what it is, I think it's just down to the storytelling in a match. Because I know there's, there's some male wrestlers, if you put them in, in the ring with a female wrestler, they won't want to punch them right? Um, or do anything like that. So, But I know that other, other guys, like I've seen Jimmy Havoc versus Ginny. And yeah. I watched that and that's honestly my favourite intergender match I've seen. Probably one of my favourite matches ever, really, because um, they're amazing. But when you see them in the ring and the storytelling is so right, when they've got it perfect... You don't even realise it's a male and a female wrestling each other. You just see them, they're, they're two wrestlers, that's it. So I think that some people make a b- bigger deal out of it than it actually is. Because at the end of the day, they are just two wrestlers. I don't understand why people think it's a massive deal because it's a women wrestler stepping in the ring with a male wrestler. At the end of the day, they both have the same goal. They're both there for the same reason. Just let them do their thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I'm in the same camp you are with that. Um, I feel like if that's what's going to happen, that's what's going to happen. And there really shouldn't be a big deal around it. It's going to be a great wrestling match, especially as you mentioned with that storytelling. I think that's key for people, not just in intergender matches, but in matches in general, you know, to enjoy it as a person watching and as a performer, telling that story makes that match so much better. It's yeah, not just yeah. fighting. There's something going on here. Right, exactly, yeah. That's what I love about my matches. When I have a match and there's a story to tell, mm-hmm. uh, it really excites me and I can really get creative with it because you've got that story to feed feed off and that story to tell. There's something to work on, and mm-hmm. I love that. I love it. Do you feel like your, your drama background has kind of really helped you with that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely given me um, a, a confidence um, mm-hmm. platform, really, because I think a lot of people will start wrestling and they'll get so scared and so nervous because you're in front of an audience. Um, being so involved in drama, I'd been in front of an audience a lot of times before, so I already had, I already know how it feels and I already knew how to control my nerves. Um, yeah. So I I think I already had a bit of an advantage when stepping in front of an audience um, and obviously studying storylines in, in theatre plays and 
understanding how to um, how to perform that and stick to it and uh, react to um, everyone's responses, whether it's a wrestler or the audience. I think I think I've had a bit of an advantage with that as well. So, yeah, I think so. I think drama's helped a lot. I think so too. You know, there's a lot of things that you can teach in life yeah. and and in sports, entertainment, and in wrestling. But I think that inner confidence and understanding of theatricality and the intricacies mm-hmm. of human connection and drama is mm-hmm. something that's harder. It's a more of a natural ability, I feel like. And other people, you can become better at it, right? We study theater. We don't just yeah. automatically become great overnight. I don't yeah. mean it like that. <laughs> I just mean that it comes from the inside. And I see that projected from you a lot when I watch you wrestle and talk and work in the ring. I think you have that for sure. So I, I totally agree. You have that confidence yeah. in there already. And it helps so much. Yeah, it does. I think so. Yeah. It helps people. I think if you if you're able to tell a story clearly in the ring, mm-hmm. it, it makes it easier for an audience to watch and stick to watching what you're doing. Yeah, I think so, too. It draws them in and it gives yeah. them that connection, not only to what they're watching, but to you personally. That's how we become fans of wrestlers, right? Yeah. <laughs> we make that connection with them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I'm wondering, too, the wrestling industry as a whole, you know, from indies all the way up, yeah. seem to be getting more open and into different types of storylines and connecting more with their fan base and becoming more diverse as a whole. I see it progressing forward. I'm curious as to your thoughts about if that's been your experience, where you think we need to go in the wrestling industry in terms of diversity, not only in storylines, but with the wrestlers that are working and, you know, that whole environment. I'm curious as to what you think on that. I mean, I haven't been wrestling for very long. I've not mm-hmm. been um, in the industry for very long to actually feel a big change because I think sure. I came in, I think I started at a time where wrestling in the in, the indie scene has just gotten massive um, mm-hmm. and everyone seems to be talking and getting involved in wrestling as of now. Um, so I think... I think before I started a couple of years, a few years ago, I think it was a point where a lot of people have been working and grinding so hard to to get noticed and mm-hmm. reach these big promotions. Um, but it seems like nowadays there's wrestling promotions everywhere. Every there's wrestling everywhere. In any town you go, there's probably a, a promotion not far away to go and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the I think that's the difference now um, with how much wrestling is around and how easy it is for for someone to be on a show. I think with diversity, do you are you think talking about um, ethnicities or and, and sure uh, yeah ethnicities culture more women you know more inclusivity all of yeah. that sort of thing yeah. I think a lot of. Uh, women are getting a lot more opportunities. I think that they're being highlighted a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I definitely think WWE's helped that. They they really put, recently they've put a massive light on women and the women's mm-hmm. evolution and everything. And that's, that's definitely, um, it, it's definitely helped the indie scene with that, I think. Um, people are looking at women now as, as wrestlers, not just like a, a token match in a, in a show. 
Sure. I think you see more and more re- female wrestlers now main eventing, you know, yeah. and more and more wrestlers being on being the main thing, the spotlight on a poster. And I think it's just little things like that just just show how far they're coming and how far we've come, really. Yeah, I think so, too. And, and what's interesting for me is seeing it, uh, you know, on, on a stage like WWE, where it's, you know, the more casual fan of wrestling, that's what you're going to say more of. And to see them highlighting women, I think, kind of gives you that, I don't want to say trickle-down effect per se, because I think the indies have been doing it longer and better yeah. in some cases, in my opinion. But yeah. I think it's trickling down into society more so than the business itself, because it's been happening in other places. And it's kind of about time it's happening on larger stages for a larger audience yeah and it's interesting you know as a fan to see that especially as a woman who enjoys wrestling you know it's it's nice to see somebody who I can relate to because I am a a woman as well so for me it's it's nice to see and I want more of that I think it needs to be more I don't want to say normal but normalized I guess is the better phrase definitely yeah I feel that I feel that yeah I, I definitely feel nowadays female wrestling is is norm is normalizing more and more every day when i was younger i was watching wwe on on tv it's strange because i never really looked up to the women just from what i was watching i mean the things i can remember are just like bar and panty matches and and mud baths and the storylines behind outside of the ring were all about like cheating on boyfriends and having babies and everything like that Mm mm-hmm so I remember always saying when everyone asked me what do you want to be when you're old I always said a wrestler but not like the women I want to be like one of the men because I didn't want mm-hmm. them to think or visualize me um in like a really skimpy outfit <laughs> sure hypersexualized you yeah for sure exactly. and that's how I saw the women that's how I thought the women were represented on on tv the female wrestlers mm-hmm. were just these women in skimpy outfits wrestling just to look like women yeah actually to look like a wrestler I know I and I feel the same way that you do as a fan you know there was a time a darker time for me as a younger person watching that and going oh wow really we're doing that okay yeah and I'll just kind of wait until the men's match comes back on that's like a sad thing to see you know so I feel very happy now that there are young girls watching wrestling and not just WWE all different promotions across the entire world you know I see young kids going to indie shows and seeing these female wrestlers like yourself and going yeah this is something I can do and they have a more wrestling oriented role model I would think not to say or discredit the other women that's not what I mean it's more like this is what I can do I can wrestle like that yeah that's it and it's it's just something like we're not discrediting the wrestlers who did it before I think it's showing an appreciation that that's what that's what they did back then Mm -hmm. for us to do what we're doing now because if they never did that they never had the light of being a female in the wrestling industry wouldn't we probably wouldn't be here right now at this point so it's just showing that appreciation that you know, they did what they had to do. They they were still grinding. They were still working yep. all to get to where we are now. Absolutely. I That's very well said. I totally agree. So speaking of, you know, when you watched wrestling when you were younger, 
who did you like totally mark out for? Like just lost it. Like this is my person. I love them so much. Who's your favorite? Uh, it was always Shawn Michaels. Oh gosh. <laughs> always. Yeah. I, I loved him so much. And I was thinking about this over there and I think it's literally because when you watch him, no matter who he was in the ring with or how much he was even getting beaten up, you can mm-hmm. see just through the energy he has in the ring, how much he's enjoying it. Sure. And I feel like you you get that energy from him, like you feel it yourself. So just watching him was so enjoyable. And I always looked up to him. I always watched him. I thought, oh, I can do that. I swear, <laughs> I promise you I can do it. <laughs> you just wanted to do a little sweet chin music, huh? <laughs> yeah, always. That was always my finish when I was rest. When we used to practice wrestling with um with my family, mm-hmm. um, we have a trampoline in the back garden. I know they always said don't try this at home, um, but we <laughs> we used to yeah we used to always um have like little matches in the back garden on the trampoline. And my music always used to be Shawn Michaels coming out. Oh gosh, I um, love that. Yeah, so my sister used to always be um Trish Stratus. So it was almost like it's Shawn Michaels versus Trish Stratus, which is hilarious if you think about it. That actually is pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> but that that was always it. It was amazing. But Shawn Michaels was the one, yeah. Yeah, he's got charisma for days, that guy. And yeah. such a talent in the ring. And, you know, one of the all-time greats for sure. Yeah. But his, I understand why you like him so much. You know, that that presence. He's Mr. WrestleMania for a reason, you know? Exactly. That's right. why they call him that. <laughs> he's yeah. Uh, Unreal, unreal yeah. talent. And his stuff in DX was great. I mean, there really wasn't a thing that he did that I didn't really enjoy either. No, exact same. I think he he mastered wrestling. Was He just mastered it. If you watch, like I, I'll always watch his stuff, um, like on the network, I'll always go back and watch some of his old stuff. And you just realize how timeless he actually is. It's incredible, really. It is. I mean, he still connects with fans today. They can go back on the network. The beautiful thing about the network, really, is that you can go back and watch all of these things. Even if you're a younger fan, you can go back and see what your older sister liked or what your dad enjoyed or what your grandpa liked. Do you know what I mean? There's so much there. Yeah, it's amazing what they've done for that. For sure. Keeps us connected to to wrestling of the past, which is super important because it's how, you know, we got where we are now. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So that was when you were younger. What about now? What wrestler that you see, maybe you've worked with or that you've watched now really speaks to you? I think on the indie scene right now, mm-hmm. the person who I watch, whenever I watch their matches, I'm always like hooked. I can never take my eyes off the ring. And that's Gabriel Kid. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. He, he's from Nottingham as well. So it's amazing because... I travel with him quite a lot, so I can hear him talk, can hear his stories. But just to see him in the ring, whatever match he's got, um, I'm just captivated by it. I think he's awesome. I really do. He's really interesting to see and and watch work. He's got something in him, too. There's something going on when you watch him (laughs) perform. I don't know if it's charisma or or what it is, but it's something. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he's got it. Definitely. He's got it. Whatever it is, he's got it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. So do you have anybody that you are like, I want to wrestle them so bad, dream matches, something that you really want to get into? I really want to, I really want to wrestle my trainer sticks. Do you? Yeah. 
I think that'll be amazing because then you've got the storyline there as well. Um, sure. Oh yeah, built not in. Not only is it like trainer and trainee, but it's also like big, big wrestler versus small wrestler, really. Yep. I David versus Goliath yeah. vibes. <laughs> yeah, I'd love it. I'd I'd love to wrestle um, Sticks, and I'd love to wrestle uh, Miko Satomura. Oh sure. Yeah, definitely. If I get oh, that, that would be really cool. Yeah. I think I'll be insane. Oh yeah, you two would have a good one for sure. Yeah. A great choice. Can that be can that, can that really make that happen? <laughs> I know. That would be amazing. That would be so great. Let's make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as like maybe the matches that you've had already, which one would you say, like, yeah, that was my match i felt really great about that match um i would say it's i would say it's either my second match i had with zaya brookside Mm. at kamikaze or it would be my two out of three falls with charlie evans yeah Definitely those two would be my favorite ones. I think that's awesome. I agree. They're both very great. <laughs> Not to a little, be a little fangirl over here, but they are both really good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. I just, I'm just trying to get you over here. That's my job. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be your hype girl for today. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> So as far as moving forward, because you haven't been in the business for for too long and you're full steam ahead forward, what are your goals? You know, where is Kanji in two years or five? I definitely want to go to Japan. I really yeah. want to wrestle in Japan. I hear so many stories that wrestlers will go over there and they'll come back as like almost like a complete new wrestler. Mm. Uh, like they've learned so much, not just not just like in ring stuff but discipline as well and I'd love to just go over there and see how they work and feel it and get a chance to work some of their wrestlers because I know that Japanese wrestling almost is a it's almost like a complete different style to what we have over here in Britain so I'd I'd love to go over there and just train even if it's just to train over there I'd love that opportunity I recently wrestled uh, Emi Sakura um mm-hmm. she's got her own school in Thailand I think um and she she told me that I should go over there and and train with her so I d- I've definitely started looking into um going over there just just maybe for like a month or something or a few weeks sure. just to get that experience and because I think I'd learned so much I think right. it'd be incredible but that's definitely a goal goal of mine to go and train over in Japan yeah, I feel like you would learn a lot as well. I hear that from other wrestlers and what I've read, of course, and what I've seen them talking about their experience, how much they learn and grow yeah. there because it's such a different style and it's a di- totally different yeah. culture and the way that they perform and how they create their matches is different, I yeah. believe. So I feel like that would be a great opportunity for you. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. And as I've been watching you, one of the things that popped into my mind was stardom. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, I wonder if she would be into that. Because they've been great with, you know, UK-based uh, yeah. wrestlers. Like B, yeah. of course, and uh, Kaylee Ray and Viper. Yeah. Tony Storm was there for a little bit. Yeah. No, um, it, just made me, it made me think of you. 
yeah, I'd love to. I'd really love to. Every time I watch um, their matches and their clips from Stardom, I think I, um, it makes me proud to be British for sure. how well they're doing over there and, and how respected they are over there. And I think they've really earned that. Yeah, absolutely. Not just with how good they are in the ring, but how respect how respectable they are when they go over there. I think they're representing England in such an amazing way. So it makes me so proud to see them doing so well over there. Yeah, I, it me as well as a fan. It's it's so nice, and what they do is is unbelievable. These girls are so young and they're yeah. so talented, and the matches they put on are crazy. The yeah. move sets they have are crazy, and I feel yeah. like more people need to to watch that program, that promotion. Yeah, I think well, it B, highlights how good they actually are. Right, exactly. And B just won the red belt the other day, and that yeah. was like crazy to see what a match that was. And I feel like yeah. I don't know, just saying, it might be a nice fit for you, <laughs> just I, from someone who likes you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it, honestly. That's I'd never so turn cool. it down. Good. <laughs> I'm sure that they would be happy to have you if that were ever to work out, and I hope that it does. I hope so too. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> so my my last question for you is, you want to be a wrestling legend. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want people to know and remember about Kanji? Probably that I did it all on myself. I got here mm-hmm. on my on my own without really anyone anyone pushing me anyone pushing me to or leading me in the right direction really I mean I've had my trainer who's done done amazing things and you know everyone's given me um so much support and and guidance and everything but I've never had anyone getting me um bookings on a show or anything like that I've done it all by myself um and I, I work I'm a hard worker and, I, and mm-hmm. I've been, hard work is the key to get you where you're um where you want to be to reach goals hard work is is the key I'd say that's what I do definitely I'll just work so hard to get because I know where I want to be I know I know how I want to be seen I know what I want to represent and I just work hard for that yeah absolutely I, I can I'm see that already I enjoying myself as well I, I don't put any added pressure on myself I'm doing it because I enjoy it so much so I think I think that's how I'd like to be seen it's a great answer, you know, and and it's so cool to have watched you from from when I first saw you till now yeah. and where you're going. I think you got big things ahead of you, and Thank I think you. you've made quite a name already for yourself amongst your peers and amongst us fans. Yeah. And that I think you're gonna you're gonna do big things, and we're all cheering for you. Oh, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> you're so welcome. So, my dear, would you please tell the good people of Queens? court where they can find you you know your socials and uh you know what's coming up next for Kanchi um yeah you can find I'm on I'm on Facebook I've got a fan page uh that's just Kanji I'm on I'm also on Twitter and Instagram um my Twitter handle and Instagram handle is Kanji Duku uh you can find me there I do all my updates on there um I'm recently out with an injury um I've broken my hand Oh, I'm hoping to come back um, perhaps middle of June. That's when I'm allowed anyway. Um, so I'm just hoping to come back there. I'm make, hopefully making my debut in Rise. Um, so hopefully I'm, I'm all healed for then because I'm, 
I'd love to work for them. Oh, that's going to be really cool. <laughs> yeah. And then just get back to get back on these on these shows and fight back to get win back my defiant women's championship. Yes. <laughs> yes. I want that too. <laughs> I'm ready to see you with that belt again, girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wish you a speedy recovery with your hand. I'm sure you'll be back in no time. And I can't wait for everyone to start checking you out seeing all your shows that are upcoming especially that iron woman match y'all you need to need to see that don't sleep on it Uh, (laughs) i'll make sure to link all them to everything they need to know (laughs) bless you thank you thank you so well thank you so much for sharing some of your time with me no that's pleasure thank you i've been i've really enjoyed it Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Southern California is synonymous with driving. And since you can expect to put a lot of miles on your car each day, MPGs matter. So Toyota offers a full line of fuel-efficient hybrid cars. Leading the way is, of course, the groundbreaking Prius. But Toyota doesn't stop there. Their hybrid lineup also includes the reliable Camry Hybrid, the sporty RAV4 Hybrid, and the spacious Highlander Hybrid, which means less time at the gas station and more thought to the environment. Visit buyatoyota.com to learn more. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. 